Hi, this is Deborah Ann Wool. Thank you for listening to the Children of Erte podcast, presented by Demiplane. You can join us live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv backslash RPG, or catch up with the VOD of each episode on the Demiplane YouTube channel. Bags are packed, are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road Riding with you in the sunnier days I wouldn't want it any other way Welcome back to Children of Verite. We're so excited to have you. I think last time I forgot to say what chapter we were in. Uh, that was the 58th, I believe. We are now in the 59th chapter of Children of Verite. Um, so excited to have you all here. Thank you for being here with us. Adam, who are our sponsors today? Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms, thank <gasps> you for your continued support. We surprise. have an Electrum chest code that is available on the overlay or bouncing around in chat. We also have Die Hard Dice, who has gifted our cast with Stern's Story Starters. Stern's oh, I love that. Story Starters. Oh, that, oh, that's cool. amazing. That is very like... cool. So thanks, Tall Halfling, for that. And uh, thank you, Die Hard Dice. Uh, there is a code, Airte that you can get 10% off your order there in their store, as well as a $20 gift promotional code that will be given out via the instructions in chat. And finally, tonight, you'll hear the dulcet tones of Sirenscape because epic games need epic sound. I'm Adam Bradford, CDO at Demiplane, and tonight... I am playing an amped and jacked out of his mind, ready to go. <laughs> it's been well all leading up to this. He's going to take a nap first, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'll it. Take a nap. <laughs> I need a nap. Silas Sorrell, your dimensionally displaced magical superman. Hi, everybody. I'm Alicia Marie, and you can find me on socials at Alicia Marie Body. I'm going to keep it really short and simple. I'm a custom artist, and I'm an actor. And tonight. I am playing Bruce Armstrong, who, despite the fact that she is six foot three and a licensed attorney, she's monumentally bad at convincing someone that she's trying to break into a magic sandcastle. I'm still mad about that. <laughs> Hi, I am Jen Kretschmer. You can find me on socials as at DreamWisp, or you can find me streaming on Twitch as DreamWisp Jen. You can also check out some of the work I have done uh, in Dreams and Machines, and then I do a bunch of other stuff, and you can find out about that through socials and such. Um, but tonight I am playing your friendly neighborhood troublemaker, Maeve Morgan Flynn. Hi, I'm Lauren Urban. I'm the content manager over at Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. You can find me on all of the socials as Obo Lauren. Tonight I am playing Carolyn Nebula Stern, who is not quite as amped as Silas. Uh, I, I don't know why he's very amped about this. I mean, I just learned that I can destroy sandcastles by being a moose. So, I, you know, I, I guess that's a thing. So we'll see what happens. A new power. Yes. And castle destruction. You've heard of Bull in a China shop. Moose in the hoose. Moose in the hoose. All right, inspiration. 
<laughs> thank you. Thank you to everybody in Canada. I appreciate it. <laughs> what is the opposite of inspiration? <laughs> I did an episode about that, Adam. Do you remember? Yeah. Um, hello, everybody. I'm Hope Lavelle. You can follow me on these socials at the Hope Lavelle. Um, you can watch me as a dungeon master in Misfits of Alcena every Wednesday on the That's How We Roll channel. Um, and tonight I will be playing Miss Robin Beckett, your favorite granny for hire, who is really learning a lot about magic this past, you know, this past episode and maybe even more. And she's really leaning into it. I think she's taking a note or two from Silas and you know, she's having fun with it. Nice. Mm -hmm. Amazing. And I am Deborah Amwell. I am your storyteller, your coordinator of chaos, your cosmic GM. What are all the titles I have acquired over these these weeks? Um, and I'm very excited to have you all here. Um, so, you know, let's get cozy and ready to uh, settle into our 59th chapter of Children of Antiquity. So we just finished another 213 encounter uh, where Silas and Feruzi successfully convinced Talron to uh, be that you are on his side and uh, are going to help him take out Ivy as soon as you place the glass, the uh, mirror shard. Meanwhile, inside Robin's hut, Sandcastle hut, um, Maeve, Robin, and Neb uh, had a conversation with Ivy where you convinced her that you did not yet have the shard, uh, but that uh, as soon as you did, you would place it. She promised you that uh, portals would open to her world and tall runs, and that uh, you all could run there and be safe if you believe her. And that's where we are. Uh, Robin, you've made another sandcastle uh, hoose uh, for everyone to hunker down in. Um, and for now, things are very cold, but they're comfy and pleasant inside the hoose. So did we succeed, you guys think? <laughs> I think anytime we have any encounter with either of those two people and live to tell the tale, I'm considering it success. Yeah, I call it a win. Also, I was just thinking about something. Ivy said it wasn't going to take very long to open up a portal to her world, less than a minute. Okay. But she's, it sounded like she has to open the portal. So she's got to actively do something, okay. which means if Talrun is way more interested in fighting than fleeing, he's yeah. Not we have to we have to protect time. her for a minute. It's like a video yeah. game encounter. This happens all the time. It's like you go into a boss battle and you've got to you know fight off all the ads while an NPC <laughs> that just can't protect themselves is sitting there you know channeling into some kind of magical something in this case it's going to be a portal <laughs> and like they're just channeling there and then the ads are going to come up and try to attack everything and, and the ad in this case is Talron and we just got to keep the ad occupied while the NPC gets to 100% on the little channeling ritual and then we're, we're now the question for me though is are we just going to jump in the portal after she gets done with it i mean are we all aligned on that that was actually going to be my question too are are we are we just holding off the ad or are we just trying to well i mean we, we hold it off until the portal's there and i just want to you know put my thing out there that i'm kind of tired of being in this specific place i wouldn't mind a change of <laughs> venue and so i'm going to jump in the portal if everybody is is on board with that but so I don't want to leave you all. Okay, so the idea of jumping into the portal is jumping 
specifically jumping to safety or we want to go where she's going? I think I, we want to go where she's going, right? Because okay. we've chosen okay. to trust her. I, that's my assumption based on recent events. But And where is that again that she's going? Uh, she said she was going to go home. <gasps> to water Erte, is that what she calls home? I don't know, but no. she, we, from what I can gather, she said a number of things. She will open that door. She will open that portal and it will release Talrin. But I'm not sure that she was telling the truth about the, us being safe with her. I'm not sure we, she was telling the truth about her being done with Erte. She was really? saying something about being this, done just didn't feel so so, so right. let me ask this if she opens a portal and home means water world and we run into kevin costner floating on his little raft oh. or if we if she opens a portal and we go back to erte i mean just to remind everybody erte is like where we kind of wanted to go right like so that's okay if she's trying to deceive us or whatever about that because then we would be in earth and even if we're in like, you know, I don't know, Hungary or something, we can all like buy flights back home wherever we need to go. So it's okay as long as we get to Erte. But then if we're in Waterworld, then, you know, that's kind of the other part of our point that we're trying to like figure out what's going on with these four worlds. I guess all I'm saying is it feels like either way that if we jump into that portal, we're at least not stuck in this limbo place that we've been yeah. in for, for several days now. Yeah, I think you're, I think you're right. Also, we have nowhere to go from here here. <clears throat> if we, we don't jump it. into the portal, then we're stuck with Tauron and, and she'll jump in the portal us. and lead us. Yeah, yeah, and leave us. Well, okay, so we've made a decision then. We're going with Ivy to home. I just I just think it's important too to think about the Ivy we know is a reflection. We've established that she has the wedding ring on the wrong hand, all of that. So you think her personality is a reflection of who she is? Maybe well, a reflection. Sorry, I digress for a minute. I'm I mean, possible. Does it affect on me sometimes? <laughs> Existentialist crisis. I mean, but but at the <laughs> same time, we we don't know like what happens with this mirror. Like she might not be. Pre presumably, right now, she doesn't have the power to make a portal. And so she assumes that when the mirror is restored, she will be free and have at least enough power back to make a, a portal to home. And so I would assume that that might mean that she maybe isn't a reflection after that, too. How like does she, she's something else after that. But here's, here's the other piece of this, is we don't know what she was before. No. We know that us being here, we've changed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the reverse could also be true the same way <sighs> that she was an Erte and it made her human. more human. So, so she could be like a mermaid or something? Oh, I suppose. Or if, if our concern was that the Ivy who got trapped in the mirror when she was a ruler was not necessarily a nice person, but her time on Erte and with Julian has changed her in any way, then that gives me a little more hope about who we're going to get when we free her from the mirror, right? And that could also be why you were talking about you weren't sure if 
mm -hmm. felt right that she that going home is to her world full of full water and it might mean Erte. well if she still thinks julian is out there and is still in love it's possible that going to Erte is the way for her to find him i mean i'd certainly look there if that but was also we're missing a key point here she has flat out said that uh you know nobody can just willy-nilly make a portal to Erte. So, um, you know, because if she could make a portal to Erte, I think she would have done that already. So I think that uh, if she is convinced that she has portal powers whenever we restore this uh, mirror, then I think that it is reasonable for us to assume that can't go to Erte because if these rulers could go to Erte, you know, what does this veil even exist for? Yeah. Um, so I think it's got to be, you know, it's, it's somewhere other than here. And, uh, you know, I think it's reasonable enough to assume that that would be whatever, you know, place that she actually rules. Now, I do think it uh, is a very, uh, you know, reasonable question to ask whether she is going to have that kind of power. Because Talrin even said when Feruza and I were out there uh, helping his dark cause, um, when we were out there doing that, he did reveal that, uh, you know, she was weakened. And so I think, you know, it calls into question whether she's going to be powerful enough to create a portal. But, um, you know, I think that that is a risk worth taking because, you know, at the end of this, if we decide to put this mirror shard in there, what is going, you know, like the worst case of what happens is they both come out, they're both fighting each other oh. and us, and then just, <laughs> you know, destroying us here in the veil. So that is yeah. absolutely the worst case that can happen here. Um, yeah. And then we've just got to think about mm -hmm. like, you know, are we okay with that as opposed to trying to get out of this place, you know, of the veil? Well, uh, something to think about is the fact that if she is weakened, then maybe we're seeing Tauron in his weakened state. And then he's probably even more powerful when he gets released. And also, don't forget, all of the rulers can create portals to their own realms. So Tauron could create one and try and bring her through it. Ooh. And we have two other that, that's why That's why we're here, though, I think. Like, Don't we, give the we, universe ideas. <laughs> we, yeah, we, this is a lot we of, have like, to. We have to protect her. I think the universe had those ideas already. I don't think I'm bringing anything new to the table. <laughs> I mean, he, I, mean I, I, I don't the think universe? that that's... Yes. <laughs> I don't think that that's new at all. Like yes, he wants to get you. her. He either wants to kill her on the spot or take her back. Like I think that that's very much so his plan, um, because every time that I have uh, uh, read his thoughts, it is uh, very single-minded. Like he wants uh, oh, yeah, Ivy. He wants to destroy. Her, he wants her. Um, so uh, so yeah, we've got to assume that that's what he's wanting to do. So all so of all of us, all the powers that we have been able to get while we're here in the Vale. The only person who really has the ability to read people is Silas, right? Of all of you, right? I haven't Silas been able to figure out. I mean, to read thoughts, but I mean, Robin, Robin can understand his language. Okay, so you, language ability. So Silas, when you hear Tauron, it's I want her, but it, there's an anger involved that's not. Like oh a yeah, lead, yeah, like no, he's he in wants, love with her. So. <laughs> no malicious intent wants to destroy okay. um one you know and and i don't know if that is about like um i don't know if that is you know because he thinks that it, he can you know uh swallow her power when she's destroyed you know I, like like I, I don't know what that would be but it's got to be something like that like or Anger. to just or to just take out a rival uh that can potentially stop him so yeah i think it is very safe to assume 
he is going immediately after Ivy. If we are not able to protect Ivy long enough to let her escape via whatever portal she thinks she's going to be able to make, then, um, you know, we probably have failed uh, in our little quest here, and she's going to either die or be taken back into whatever the fire realm is. But again, I do think it's also important to bring up that we have established, um, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong here, that they can't create portals to other people's realms. So if we can make it through a portal... Uh, we have not established that, correct? Uh, I could have swore I, that we heard I something. I don't think we... I thought somebody we... told us that. Pippum is sitting in the corner, <laughs> listening to all of this. Mm-hmm. And he looks up at all of you and he says, Aye, that's what the old stories say. But so much confuses me now. I want what? to say one thing. If you all are planning on going on, into her world, you'll be doing it without me. My quest is for Lorelia. I'm trying to get closer to home, not farther from it. Oh, you'll be stuck here in the Vale. Twas my fate before I stumbled upon your fine band of adventures. I am going to continue to look for the door. That first brought me here. If but I will stay and help you through this final quest. That's kind of you to do. And if you want to stay, I, I understand why. But I've been rolling something around in my head and I don't have an answer to it. And it might might be something for you to consider. All of this, everything that has happened, the ultimate reason is Julian because he was a scribe. Mm. Everybody wants to get to Erte. Everybody wants, wants, wants. But in the end, what they need is Julian. And neither Ivy, nor Talran, nor us know what happened to him. And so I think how people are going to react, especially the rulers, are going to depend on what they think is going to be the best way to find Julian Mm. Or find out what happened to him and then search for the next scribe. Or to find out, um, because again, we have been told that children of Erte, which we are all examples of apparently, um, are important. And uh, we have no idea how they think we are important or how they could potentially leverage us. So I would also assume that if we're not going with Ivy, if we are saying we don't trust Ivy, then uh and we are going to try to stay here for instance because we don't want to bid crash farewell for instance um if that is what we decide to do then that means that um you know these rulers even if they do go back to their places to recover and rest and gain their power they're going to be back after us or they're going to try to take tall runs just going to grab two or three of us in his arms and and like fly into his portal with us like uh you know because because there's got to be some there's got to be some significance to our presence here because everybody has uh, treated us like we're some kind of, you know, uh, precious resource. Well, maybe this is where the story ends for us and we move to the next chapter of the book. Well, like we die and go to the afterlife? Is that what you're talking about? No, I'm talking about the portal. <laughs> well, and that's why I'm whether we trust Ivy or not, I think it's important that we go through that portal because Mm -hmm. I believe she's going to continue to look 
for Julian. And mm-hmm. I think we should too, because if yeah. if if the scribe is the key to getting to Erte and we're trying to prevent any of the rulers, including Ivy, from being able to get to Erte, then finding Julian or the next scribe is the key. And I'll look back over at Pivim and say, so if you come with us and we end up in the water place, uh, <laughs> that might not be a, a step away from home. That might be like a lateral thing if we're getting closer to a scribe who could get you home. Now, I'm not saying that you have to, but I, I thought I'd put it out there because once once we find Julian and or a scribe, everything changes, I think. He looks down at his his you know tiny hands sort of wringing them over and, and thinking about what you've proposed. And he thinks, he says, ah, this is a, a strong overture for heroes. I'll have to think on it. I'm not sure I have much more heroism left in me. Oh. I don't know anything about heroism, but I know that you've helped a lot and that's all that matters. And I just want you to, I don't think we know enough to make the right decision. I just want you to be able to make the best decision for you with the information we have and whatever that is, I'll support you, but I'll also miss you. And with with all of the force of personality I can muster, (laughs) I am going to support what Neb is saying. by saying, and perhaps in the water realm, they would have showers. <laughs> or at least baths. <laughs> and I would love to, I would love to try yes. and help persuade. Persuade. Roll of persuasion, yeah. Neb. We will add her charisma to oh, it. Oh, we're doing, well. am I persuading? You're okay. persuading. She's mm-hmm. adding her, her charisma bonus to you. All role. right, here we go. You've got attached to crap. Oh, nice. Wow. Okay, so before and whatever other thing I'm getting, I got a 24. Oh, okay. And I will add four. Oh my that. God. Okay. That's a 28. 28. The irony being, Neb is like, I'm not necessarily trying to persuade him either way, although sure. Neb kind of wants him to come with. She she just thinks this might be a quicker way. But yeah, that's a, that's a 28. Power. So, the power baths. of the shower. Yeah. I think the combination the of saying of that he's already helped so much. And I don't know that he even really intended, you know, to be a help other than people to talk to and like, <laughs> wow, more, more folks. Um, and the idea of showers, a whole mm-hmm. world of showers. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. You know, uh, y- you all look at him and there is you know, as as much as he misses his family and he misses his home and every day away has been a, a challenge for him, there is there is just an adventurer's spirit deep within him. And you see him smile a little bit, you know, to the side as you mentioned the showers and he kind of looks up at you, Neb, you know, down at your ankles and uh, sort of goes, it would be fun. We could be penguins. <laughs> oh yeah, that's probably a, a bird I can turn into because there's no feathers I gotta worry about because it's it's always the feathers. So the feathers are hard. You're right. Wow. I've been able. Who knew yeah. feathers were so tricky? Exactly. You'll get, it. You'll get there. 
thanks, thanks. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, if you decide to come, I, I think that might be a step to finding a scribe that can get you back to where you want to. Or, or at least I'll say this, and Neb will, she's not gonna kneel, because I think that would feel weird, but she'll sit so that mm -hmm. we're a little bit more on eye level and mm -hmm. say, I promise if you come with, if you decide to come with, then part of my mission is gonna be to help get you back to your home. Um, you know how, you know, that old gesture of that little like, you know, oh, Add, add a, you know, good on you kind of thing. He does that to your nose with his tiny little fist, a little kind of, you know, <laughs> oh shucks. Um, and just sort of says, uh, you know. Wow, that sounds like a good deal to me. So are we going through the portal? Look, all I'm I saying so. is... A minute doesn't sound like a lot, but it is a very long time, especially when there's so many people and we're all doing something and we have to take it, It's, I'm just saying, <laughs> if we even make it through the minute and she does get the portal open, I think it's our best option. The other thing is, if Talrin decides to make a portal, unless his power is so much greater than hers that he can make it super fast, they're essentially going to be chasing portals right so we might not have to worry about a second portal at all I, I i've been i've been inside his mind and i can tell you that it is very unlikely in my eyes that he is not going to try to go after ivy with every ounce of his being until oh ivy God. is in a place where he can't get to um, he, he has a complete, he, he is completely obsessed with that after uh, what I've seen and felt uh, coming off of him. And so I don't doubt at all that he can create a portal once we release him, but mm -hmm. um, I don't think he's going to be doing that until after he is sure that he can't get to Ivy. All right. I, oh I think you're right. So what's the game plan? <laughs> Stay alive. Uh, well, well I, guess I mean, we now, we now have some powers of her own and a pretty good idea of at least some of the stuff that he can do and we know we'll know when we release them so we'll be able to time that and we're pretty sure that his focus will be on ivy so with all of that in mind we could probably think of a few things to be prepared for right like be set up in specific ways to protect her or it's just him. like it's like football she's the quarterback with linebackers and we just form a line and and put down our shields and just charge forward so that you know so it, we're leaving football a little bit here but yes <laughs> <laughs> i'm just glad you were talking about football and not soccer because i honestly i don't know the rules to either football yeah. <laughs> oh no <laughs> all okay. right well yeah, I find when I plan things for too long that it makes it worse. So honestly, yeah. I'm fine with whatever all of you want to do. You know, we've gone with our gut for most of this trip and we're here. So No no plan survives contact with the enemy. Neb doesn't say anything, no. but she very distinctly like rubs at one of the places that is scarred up from her going unconscious. And then just from a previous murder. From a previous, from a previous yeah. Several, several times, but she, she won't, she'll just nod. Um, with that, uh, would you like to all take a long rest before yes, in the safety hut here? Yeah. Um, yes. Long rest. 
I, I can offer you all feel very, very safe in this little hut. You can, of course, do watches if you want to just keep an eye on things. Of course, things can see this sand castle hut here, um, but you'll feel really confident that they can't get in um, or do anything to you while you're in it. Um, so it's kind of up to you how you want to handle it. Okay. I feel perfectly safe as long as people don't turn into meese or um <laughs> you know um uh, grow giant sized because they get angry like i think we should be fine i don't know silas i promised not to but if i if i have a have dream, a dream yeah yeah and then in my dream i turn on, into a moose and then will i turn into a moose I, you might need to be i don't know that. you know we'll, we'll all know it if this goes away because we're gonna get very cold very fast <laughs> So. Don't think about a pink elephant, Neb. Exactly. <laughs> well, I wonder if I can turn into a pink elephant. That's oh, for that later. So okay. Let's all get some shine. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yes, the sand is surprisingly comfortable. The needlework pillows gently cushion you. It's a warm environment. <laughs> As you fall asleep and can see just a little bit through the transparency of this, and it's you know, I think the spell is an eight-hour thing. So, well, you know, you timed it just right, Robin. Um, and uh, as you're all kind of beginning to nod off, you can just see the, the the wildlife and nature around you as it begins to kind of feel alone again um, as your voices quiet down and, and the birds that fly by and the squirrels and the, the larger creatures just off in the shadows. Um, as the sun rises and you don't have blackout curtains, you probably turn and twitch a little bit here. Um, but eight hours pass by hut. You all begin to get a little chilly but it is daytime. Your warm weather gear is enough to uh, to protect you, but it does start to rouse you, wake you up, and uh, there you are. Midday. The hut is gone. So the hut is gone. <laughs> Last eight hours, so it takes your whole your whole oh, nap time. That, that was not oh me. <laughs> not I'm me. I'm sorry, everyone. You I wake just... up on the snowy ground. That is one fresh way to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> the house disappearing yes definitely mm -hmm. i guess we're awake now <clears throat> let's get a fire going and get some breakfast yes and, and i'll hold up my hands and go what, what do we want to try for for today robin has her little spray it's bottle. gonna be berries <laughs> silas one of these days it's not gonna be berries okay and, and i then, can't wait for that day and then you're gonna be eating something <laughs> You will That's eat not your berries. Words. Yeah. yeah, you'll I'll, eat your words. You'll I will gladly crop. eat those words, and I hope that it's bacon. How about neberry bacon and waffles? Can you make that? As long that as it's not happen, chicken and Robin? waffles, I don't understand why people are completely obsessed with that nowadays. Let's go with let's go with waffles. I, I feel like I, I'm just thinking of little tiny piglets if I think of pork. And so let's waffles yes. and ten berries appear. Yes. Ah, all right. Uh, but Robin sprays them, and they smell like bacon, <laughs> bacon and syrup, and <laughs> I just close my eyes and imagine. Um, you may notice about Neb as her hands extend with her berries mm -hmm. that the the blue is extra brilliant. That that dust bath or whatever you did the other day, it's really kind of shined up. Um, and it's just looking more and more uh, organic and, and more, you know, more that maybe the, the skin is the, is the scar 
and the scales are the the real thing. Mm. Your sand did a great job. I'm way less itchy now. Wow, Neb, it's yeah, you're you're glowing. You're beautiful. Thank you. I don't know how much further it's gonna go, but it's it's. I don't know. I mean, maybe if I get enough of it, I'll I'll have armor like Pivim, like you were talking about. <laughs> maybe if you oh, get yeah. enough I'm of it, you can know. join the Blue Man Group when we get back to Airte. Oh, I love the Blue Man Group. <laughs> I've always I've wanted seen to them see... eight times. Oh, really? You're a blue head? Yeah. No. <laughs> I knew someone who who applied to be one of them, like in their Vegas show, and yeah. uh, they were told that their eyes weren't googly enough in order to be, but that their percussion skills were great. Well, you need to start practicing your googly eyes then. I don't know how I practice that, but I'll do my best. Maybe maybe that's something that I'll get when, when I get more of the scales. Maybe the help. Tobias Funke would be proud. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's interesting. I wonder if it's going to cover your whole body eventually. That's what I was asking the last time. Yeah. I mean, like, every time I come out of being a different thing, I look and there's a couple more. So I'm not going to stop turning into stuff. So I probably. Man, you're so patient because like if I thought that that's what was going on with me, I would be like, turn into something. Stop. Turn into something. Stop. I would like try to get it all done at one time. So, I'm not gonna lie. I've done that a couple times. Oh, <laughs> um, I look over at Pivim because he was awake that one night. <laughs> we talked, and I was just turning back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I appreciate that you think I'm patient. <laughs> um, Robin so, is off looking at her own skin, and she's mm. kind of like picking at at it and like feeling it, and she doesn't really say much except for. I feel tougher. <laughs> Sunburn or just your skin feels tougher? I just, yeah, I feel like my skin feels a little harder. And uh, and then, and she looks at her backpack and once again, she's like, and it, my backpack just got bigger. <laughs> oh when will gosh. it end? I don't know how I'm going to carry body that. bag at some point. <laughs> I mean, same... go ahead. What no, were you saying, mate? It's going to be a sleeping bag. Yeah, well, I was going to say yeah, same yeah, thing as with bag. Neb. Sleeping bag. <laughs> yeah, much better option. Same thing with Neb. Bed. Like, I'd be just taking naps all day because it's like it gets bigger every time you wake up, apparently. So, I mean, there's only so much napping you can do. I, I wonder if it'll get big enough that it'll turn into like a hot air balloon or something. <laughs> I wonder if there's anyone else going scales. <laughs> Uh, Silas takes off his shirt <laughs> and is like feeling all over the place. He's like, uh, no, I don't think I wait. Check my back. Check my back. <laughs> Any no, scales? Nothing. scales. Okay. Yeah, I will yeah. say it is, it is this, it is a beautiful day. The birds mm -hmm. are chirping. The sun is out. You feel stronger and, and refreshed and, there is just this energy coursing through you again. This this feeling of of fate, of, of destiny. That 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 again. It, it is less change and more revelation that is occurring to you. I agree. I definitely feel different, and I can't put my finger on it. But I don't know. Maybe it's what we were talking about last night that's done it. But I feel fast. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can jump. I feel like I can. And she looks around like for something to throw. And then she looks and she looks straight at Nev. And then she's like, no, I won't do that. 
<laughs> I mean, all I ask is that you ask first. <laughs> and also catch. See them sort of jumping up in front of you. Special. It depends. It depends. Are you which way you're throwing me? But I, I do give you permission as long as you ask. Like, hey, give me a heads fly up. up a little bit. Throw, throw Piven toward me. See if oh, I can I catch him. Try. Oh, I don't. I'm, I'm afraid. What if I throw him at you and he implodes on, upon contact? Oh, I don't a bird. know. I'll be a bird. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. That's do a it. fun way to launch as a bird. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh, like a bird. Yeah. Oh, we'll, get a, we'll get a cool. We'll get a yeah. cool. You throw me as far as you can and I'll turn to a bird. But you have to yell out fastball special or it doesn't count. Fastball okay. special? Yeah, it's like right. Colossus throwing Wolverine. Who who needs to do the yelling of that? Who? Fastball special. Me? Both of you, Pivom okay. and Feruza at the same time. Same like you time. one of you can say one word, the other the other word. However, Fast but both of you ball. gotta say it. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna do it. Okay. I'm ready. All right, I'm he, up here. He gets in like over. like cannonball dance. You know, he gets real, gets his legs tucked up you know, underneath him, and he's all, yeah, let's go, let's go. So cute. And then she's gonna start like running in the other direction, and she's gonna say, "Go long to Silas." Yeah, he's going. Go. He's running an ready aerial route. Okay, ready. Tighten up. Fastball. Fastball. Uh, if you want to give me an athletic <laughs> shot put special. Gnome talk. Yeah, shot him at Silas. Because now she does. She has this ability to throw things Yay. effectively. And that they got they can actually be used like in battle. Ooh. Yeah. Do you catch him, Silas? I, I, <laughs> can I, you, I, do you do an athletics check? Do you have, or is yeah. there, is there, yeah, go ahead, yeah, do an athletics check. I can do it on here. If not, I will do it on no my phone. If this doesn't come up, we'll see. Athletics check, please work, because I don't want to hurt Pivum. This <laughs> better work. Well, he can turn into a bird, so yeah. hopefully if something uh -oh. goes wrong, he can so burn. 14. A 14. Still pretty good. It's okay. it goes a little a little high. It's not, you know, not like that that strong spiral that you were trying to get towards <laughs> Silas. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, again, it goes a little bit more high and Piven's like, mm -hmm. I want to moss it. I want to just jump up, you know, and, and moss it. Am I going to get a chance to try to catch it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So Pivim's starting to do like somersaults and spirals <laughs> in the air, having the time of his life. Um, but you can see he's going to come short, Silas. So Silas, why don't you give me an athletics right. check? Um, Ooh, that's nice. Um, I'm so glad I'm using the great role right now for this. Um, that's a 25. <laughs> that's 25. Oh, my God. Well, Silas, you can fly. It's not really a fair. <laughs> but you fly up. You catch Pibum, um, who then, uh, you know, kind of sits on your shoulder as you, you know, settle back <laughs> down to the ground. He's like, yeah. And, and, and then I'm basically like, uh, like, wait, no, Pibum, we got to celebrate now. And then I start doing the gritty. Oh, like, he's gonna, like, he's gonna, he's gonna mimic you, yeah, yeah. and he'll, he'll, he'll run up back to you because he's like, oh, there's something good with this. That's it. Robin, Robin, like reaches into her bag and she kind of pulls out some like sparkles that she uses in her craft book, her like photo. Album. She just throws them in the air, and they kind of come down as like a, a ten. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. 
And that was pretty far, and it felt like I was Actually, throwing, no, it's, like, it's six points, Miss Robin, when you score a touchdown, not ten. Wow. I got the shields <laughs> wrong, and now the t- – oh, my bad. It's a field it was goal an Olympics. Job. It was an Olympic yes, scoring. Yes, it was an Olympic was football game. I got exactly. Yes, yes, I know. <laughs> or shot put. It was just a shot put shot. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Um, but Pivim, Pivim, you know, immediately starts like, okay, you throw me at Talron, and when I get on top of Talron, I'll turn into something with big old claws, yeah, and I'll just dig my way in there, yeah. We finally have a plan, everyone. That's all it's going to take right there. I like it. With your arm and my claws, we're unstoppable. Sounds like a terrifying Frankenstein. (laughs) But I'm here for it. Have any of I don't think any of us have ever touched Tauron before, have we? I mean, Tauron's touched you. Yeah, it depends on Ooh, what you mean by that. touched. Yeah, he molly he yeah. molly whopped some of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, the, the, the first time we, yeah, we've locked horns a couple times. Ow! But you know, mm-hmm. hmm. Okay. Well, what do we do? So it is morning. You have long rested. What would you like to do? Well. Where do so, we want to do this? And do we think it's better to do during the day? Yes. Yes. Everything's easier in the day. Yes. Yeah. It's so, less atmospheric, but you know, whatever. We should find a clearing, correct? We should go find a nice big clearing. Yeah, we just need to try to get Ivy as much separation for wherever she's going to try to do this as we can. And I don't know how that's possible because they come out of the same mirror. But if there is ideas on that front, I think it's good. We did this already. Yeah, okay. we did this already. You grabbed the mirror. We had okay. Ivy come out, and then you grabbed the mirror and brought it way up into the sky. We found out Tolerant can fly, so it didn't have the intended yeah, effect. But, but, so but he... when she comes out, I need to fly away with the mirror as far as I can get and then hightail it back. <laughs> well, but they come out at the same time. No, there's that 10-second gap. Oh, okay. Then perfect. Yeah. Yeah, but then everybody needs to be wherever I'm flying to oh, try no, to but slow it's the minute down. gap. I'm sorry. I'm, okay, it's all good. I, I did can it get a long way in a minute. Well, so well, so a, that's, a minute's all we need. Yeah. Hopefully, so, it's all we need to to cast the portal. Miss Robin, I've got an idea here. All right. I have seen you. You haven't done this, I don't think, to me yet. But I've seen you with some of the others, like pull them, like from a distance to yeah. another place mm-hmm. like so my, my my concern is if ivy pops out starts portal rituals all right mm-hmm. and then that's like going on and then i fly away for like a full minute or 45 seconds or whatever and i get as far as i can from talron and then like put that in there like by the time i fly back it theoretically would still take me almost a minute but if i can like you know, I can do some things to make myself faster. And then like, if I'm like far away, do you think you can like pull me the rest of the way? Like how far can you do that? Oh, I mean, if we're talking football and yards converted <laughs> into feet, I would say if this were football, it'd be 90 feet. <laughs> okay. That's pretty good. Actually. I guess what I'm saying is like, if we agree that it's good for me to get the mirror as far mm-hmm. away as I can, um, mm-hmm. after Ivy comes out, then I will oh. take it. 50 seconds away and then when I see the smoke starting to like I will throw it get it as far away as possible and then hightail it back as fast as I can. Just to not mislead you here though 
I, I got excited about that because I, I screwed up a little bit on the last one, but uh, it all would have worked out about the same if you had an extra minute with Ivy. But you are not, this is not 213. You are putting the glass shard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a good, and this I guess we can't assume that mm -hmm. it's going to work the same way. Yep. But no, that's fair. Either way, with a good pep talk from me, you can be very hasty, and maybe some sort of plan that's similar will work. Yeah, I don't um, know. I bet yeah. they're going to come out at the same time. Yeah, I feel probably. like the whole mirror will probably explode. Be my guess. Into shards again, and some hapless people oh going to a train trip one day are going to oh all of a sudden need to restore it all, and the, everything the circle will completely start over. All of this is happening before all of it will happen again. Um, yeah. to get stuck with a necklace and get killed by five other hapless strangers. Oh my god! Years later, amazing. Uh, right. I I have this. A, a question. Are there any things in the stories or the journal mm -hmm. that might give us some hints, thoughts, anything that seems to flag with? the things that we're talking about mm -hmm. or that are close to those mm -hmm. ideas thematically or anything like that. Great. I would say you make an investigation check and I'm going to have Pivum make a history check and okay. we'll just see, you know, what kind of advice comes to you. Can I help Maeve out with that? Especially since if Maeve, if you pull Maeve's out the book an of stories. Trick, an intelligence check and Pivum's is a history. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I I wouldn't know any history, but about yeah. this. But yeah, I think if maybe if you're like combing through the the storybook, I can definitely help with that. So that would be great. Uh, uh, my intelligence modifier is plus three. Okay, so that puts us at a sixteen. Okay. Okay. Great. Um, super well. So. From your investigation of the journals and and things like that, she was deeply attached to Julian. He was deeply attached to her. So you do think there's something to Neb's point of view that he is, if any semblance of her human love and life remains, there is there is attachment there. Um, however, paired with Pivum sitting there and kind of rethinking through all of the stories that he knows, she needs to go home in order to get the kind of power she needs to even try to find him. So again, when you're talking about steps and stages to get what you want, mm -hmm. with that information put together, um, you feel really confident that she is going to make that portal and go home. Now, what her intentions are with you as I've shared before, you're a little iffy on how honest she's been about that, but you feel yeah. really strong that like that is the, that's her move. And that if you wanna go through a portal, the best chance you have is to just protect her and keep tolerant off her until she can get that done. Okay. All right, let's find a place where we want to have this battle, I guess. So what if, um, so since I have established, you know, uh, a rapport, 
um, with, uh, and he's smirking all the way through this, a rapport with Talron. Perhaps I can delay him at least even a few seconds if he's coming out at the same time by like, you know, I don't know, providing a sit rep or, you know, something. Oh. Or like what pretending what if we go back to the Right? What was that, Maeve? Sorry? I was thinking, what if we go back to the water and we put it in the water face down? He's oh, yeah, she is much smoke. more powerful. He's a creature of smoke and fire. She's a creature of the water. All right. I like this. Unless God. she's lost her, like, gills ability or something. She's so weakened. And she no, but, but, but if nothing else, it might slow Tarin down because of the fire. Fire yeah. and water tend not to work together. I so am with you there. If you put it face down into the water, it might slow Tarin Can anybody down. make it rain? Like, have we figured that out yet? I thought you were the wealthy one. <laughs> or, can't make it rain with bunches of money. <laughs> well, we're not supposed to be that far from the shoreline, right? Because that was what the train tracks were going to follow. And that's a, well, a and big we, body we of water. Found the, we found the that lake the, with the all lake. the dead people. River. Well, we found the lake with all the dead people, but there was a stream that led to yeah. that. A river that led to that, too. I, think I mean, what kind of stream is this, though? Mm -hmm. Like, is it like, you know, a creek stream? Or it is it like... It was pretty brook. Not really yeah. a... But if we follow it to where it's going to assumably drain into the, the big, big, big water, a beach is not a bad place to have this encounter. And then if Maeve is right, that have y'all ever ran in sand? Well, yeah, but it's, it's going to be an open space, is what I'm saying. Yeah, near water, which will help Ivy. Uh, we don't have to do it. It's just the Yeah, no, I think water's a great idea. I'm just not thoroughly convinced that, you know, if this is a sandy beach, now if it's like a rocky, you know, volcanic thing or I something, you know, like, rocky. Yeah, I, 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 don't rocky, I don't know. So I your think... last view when you were at the waterside uh, at mm -hmm. the, you know, Blackwater Bay, um, it was mostly kind of cliffy along the shore. There was that one place you could go down to that beach, um, you know, where... Uh, the boat was uh, but it was pretty cliff you have no idea what is where you also you know part of your choice to go into the woods was to go kind of the opposite or you know perpendicular to the um to the tracks rather than follow them parallel so you you didn't really follow the tracks you came into the woods to kind of cut off the long corner you know the long the, the train was going around the wood and you went straight through it i've got an idea if we can find a cliffy place where the water is then um miss robin you can be ready for whenever like i can get up somewhere fly up with the mirror and hover it over the ocean and then okay. went place the shard and when ivy when you can see her because you just gotta be able to see someone right like That's right and then you can suck her to us and then i could drop the mirror and Tyron might fall in. Maybe. Even though he can fly. Yeah, he can fly, but maybe he doesn't know what's going on for the first few seconds. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't see why it's not worth a try. I'm, I don't know. I think it. We might not be able to get any separation, but the more separation we have, the further away he is from her, the better off we're going to be. Because that's what he's going to do immediately. Unless he can just, you know, teleport right over to her. Uh, and in oh that case, like, we're probably losing anyway. 
my guess is he can't because he would have done that already, right? Even if the both of them come out more powerful than what we've seen, I that doesn't feel like something he should be able to do right away or else he would have. Now, the other thing we can do instead of trying to get as much separation as possible, mm -hmm. we could lay a trap. If we know he's going to come out of one direction, why, why not lay some traps there that he has to deal with right away before he can go chase anyone? I mean, it's worth a shot if we assume that they're going to come out the same way they've been coming out. I mean, what kind of traps do we even have? Uh, <laughs> Us. We're the traps. I mean, there's... I mean, traps are a great idea. I just don't know what we have. We're talking about a creature of smoke and fire. Mm -hmm. So my thoughts are anything that has wind, cold, water, uh, fire extinguishers. I don't know. And then we're talking about a creature of ice and water. We don't trust much. We didn't trust any any of them, but it could also just be since we know where he's going to appear, we just are encircling him or his that spot, ready to pounce on him. Although I don't know if I'm going to turn into a cat, but I, I mean, well, could. we have seen Ivy run, and she's quite quick. I'm sure she's going to come out of that mirror running. I wish there was a way to use something like the Hall of Mirrors, the Hall of Ice Shards that we saw that was so confusing. But I don't know how to make that. I really think we're just going to have to, like, we, we are making a lot of assumptions here. And when we put this shard in there, we, we don't actually know what's going to happen. And so, like, I think that we need, just need to do the best that we can and then group you it, group it. Like someone who's only needs one one way of doing things, instead of having a whole host of other options ready. I am saying that as someone who what, loves to improvise. What I'll say, what I'll say is, you're lucky if that's the way you get to do things. I'm honestly not even following what you're doing, Aunt Maeve. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> the only thing I can think of is probably a bad idea as far as traps go, because. You're right, he's a creature of fire, and so asking a bunch of plants to grab hold of him as soon as he arrives might not work as well as I thought. He also can just turn into smoke and get out of any physical bonds that we would try to... I well, have an Marissa idea. Throws her hands up. <laughs> you know, I, I used to be able to... I worked for this agent, agency called Sleepy Time, and it's one of those things where if you can't sleep, you call in... And then they have someone really boring tell you a story until you fall asleep. Oh my asleep. God, that's genius. I love those podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this was a service that I was part of for, you know, a good summer or two. And uh, I, I have a chance that there might be something I can do on the data, slow tower down, if I kind of tap into that old school energy. I can also make sure... I've got a bunch of fireflies ready right there so that even if he does turn to smoke, I can keep him lit up. And I'll keep my eye on him. Mm -hmm. I'll hit him. <laughs> Listen, you hit real hard. So, Has Talron ever had any uh, visible weaponry? 
not just in as your, horns ma manufactured yeah. weaponry. Not in your, no. your memory, no. Just just horns and charging and fire in general. Ha has he ever Is had there... uh, clothing or attire of any sort? No. Okay. Naked. There's gold. nothing in the story about anything like Talon, right? Um, in the in the in the story of the fairy tale book, yeah, not really. No, okay. um, there is there's a lot of um, you know elemental nature stuff pops up a lot. Um, uh, the idea of things being in balance pops up a lot, um, but nothing. Yeah, nothing. There are no bulls or fire creatures in that okay. kind of way. No. I was just wondering if. If the thing that ties Ivy and drives Ivy is Julian, if Talrin has something mm -hmm. other than, an, uh, you know, <laughs> Ivy. <than> killing Ivy. <laughs> mm. Something that we could maybe illusion. Yeah, or, or just <gasps> use as a distraction. I mean, can uh, we make uh, more than one illusion of Ivy? I mean, what I was going to say is, uh, you know, she's he's already presumably coming out of the other side of the mirror. So, you know, wherever we place this, if he comes out that way, we can uh, absolutely, um, you know, put an illusion of Ivy mm -hmm. in the distance. Mm -hmm. And then I mm -hmm. can try to, you know, leverage my rapport and, and say, hey, um, She's over there, Master. For and, what and maybe worth, it can at least distract him going. For a what is worth, an illusion didn't work with Talrin before. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say he can read through all. We it, tried so. it before and it didn't work. So when did we try that? The first time we met Talrin. But but what did we do? Because it might I have just so. been a bad illusion. <laughs> oh, it was very good illusion. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, you don't you don't you haven't told me what it was for me to know whether it was bad. Or not. Uh, it was I apparently know. so good that we don't even know it. I know what it was. Is yeah. it, uh, I tried. I tried something similar to what you're describing. Tried to show him Ivy. He had no interest. Oh, okay. So we're not going to outsmart him. Well, or at least we're not well, going to I trick him. I already have for two way. nights in a row. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. So I'm not put too fine a point on it, but I have outsmarted him two nights in a row, and I'm saying that there is the potential. That he could be distracted again. Well, he'll be he'll be very distracted if, when he comes out of the mirror, we all just attack him immediately. I'm perfectly fine with that plan. I am too. Okay. I don't you know how fine I am with him, but we'll know it'll work. You have lots we are of ready. He's ready. We're ready <laughs> to pull out of your hat should you need them. So should you want them? Um, yeah. as, as the GM, what I'm hearing is you were going to search for a open space that might be mm -hmm. the lake that might be a clearing. If it's going to be the shoreline, that's actually like a, like a day and a half walk. You're going yeah, to have to, it's time to, if you're going to go to the beach or the cliffs, you need to really make a trip of that. Um, so you find some sort of wide open space. There might be water on the lake involved, that kind of a thing, or the, the stream, mm -hmm. um, you are going to place the the mirror shard. It sounds like Robin is, if she can, going to try to take uh, Ivy as far away as possible. 
um, while you all immediately focus fire on Tall Run as he comes out. Is that the general first step of the plan, as I understand it? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Do we want to move Ivy away from us if we all are going to need to get through Ivy's portal quickly? Okay. Well, that was Nadine. where uh, Robin was going to move her. Right. But if right. she makes the portal, we can't, we can't get to the portal. Oh, you mean if it's too far? If mm -hmm. it's too far. Um, we all have to get there. I don't think I'm going to be able to move Talron. He's. I don't. I don't think that we are going to be able. Like, we are wherever we start with this. She can move her a long way away, and we are going to be moving closer and closer to that portal because Talron is going to be moving closer and closer to that portal. But we are going fast. to be very unlikely to stop him, and so like I don't, I'm not worried. Like she can move her far away. It's just trying to keep him from My hitting concern? her multiple times. Is Ivy is not going to keep the portal open long enough for us to get there. Mm, I I trust that. Yes, hundred percent. I do not trust her that. Well, that if much. she doesn't make a portal in the first place, it doesn't even matter. We don't get that far. And then she's lying about everything. She's going to make a portal, but she's probably just going to step through and be gone, Close. and then mm -hmm. we can't we can't follow her. Yeah. Oh. All right, so we keep her close. I mean, that, what, what I'm saying is that's a, that is a very um, likely outcome, regardless if that's, that's what's a future me problem. That, that, yeah, that is nothing we can control. Pivum, yeah. Pivum 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 up, and he and he says, you know, um, it's a it's a it's a strong possibility. But remember, they want children of Verte. They want you. Oh, this is so, okay. Okay, all right. Okay. Also, they want you four, but and Maeve, I agree that that is a possibility, but so far, except for a couple of vital conversations that we've had, we have proven to be her ally, and what we're about to do is to continue to be her ally, and we've shown that we've got some power under our belt, so her doing that would basically be her also giving up on any future re relationship with any of us. Whereas if she does what she can to help us, she can continue at the very least, if, if we're thinking the worst, use us. I'm but just I, saying I looked in her eyes and I don't trust her as far as I can throw her. Well, which isn't very far. <laughs> Which is getting farther every day. <laughs> Which is getting yeah. farther every day. Very yeah. Far. But if that's what you all think is the way to go, then that's what we'll do. And Silas, you don't, what, what do you, have you ever like felt anything weird from Ivy's pocket? Yeah, I mean, like, no, I mean, Ivy is motivated. Like okay. both of these beings think on different levels than we do. And uh, there's more going on in their minds than when I pick up, uh, you know, surface thoughts from you all. Like, so it's like uh, it, it's a maelstrom of activity in, in their heads. And so I don't think that any of us, including me, who can read some of their thoughts, know uh, the designs of their machinations. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, we just need to focus on controlling what we can control right now. And we absolutely, you know, we're, we're past the point now. We've made a decision that we're going to place this mirror shard um, mm -hmm. because, you know, one of the options is we just don't ever place it and they stay trapped forever. And then presumably we stay trapped forever here in the veil too. Or, uh, and we live out our lives. Or 
we have two other rulers where it's we have a bargaining a bargaining shard if i had i I don't i don't think it's the way to go i'm just saying honestly i think if we had frantically (laughs) oh my god i'll give us i'll give i apologize i retracted it struck from the right i'll give us an out i've got an i've got an out for this maybe i think that is a really i would do that except i have no idea how to contact either of these rulers and we don't know where they are Pivum's been looking for uh swamp swamp lady forever and hasn't been able to find her so yeah so unless we yeah unless we find some clues as to where they are or how to contact them we're we're just waiting for them to show up and it's very possible they will but i don't know well, we're going to lose light here at about 4 p.m. and it's already <laughs> noon. 10 a.m. Right. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Let's, let's do this. All right. What, what <laughs> you want to go to the lake or are you going to just find something in the woods? No, uh, we do uh, not want to go where all those dead people coming out of the lake are. Please. Okay. No one is safe. As yes. much as water is a good idea, zombies are a worse idea. All right. <laughs> Um, it doesn't take you very long. Within about half hour, 45 minutes, you find a significant clearing. Um, it's about, let's say, 90 feet across in diameter. Um, really big, wide open space. Um, it's kind of boggy. Um, the ground is a little bit soft here. Um, you don't have to use this spot, uh, but I'm warning you. That, must, that would be difficult terrain, yeah? Potentially. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think we have a little more time. I think we should okay. look for a better place. Fantastic. Second yeah. spot you find. We're going to need our, our movement. Ooh. Second spot you find. Uh, there must have been a lightning strike here. This clearing is only about 30 feet across, but everything within it is charred and blackened. Mm. Oh, boy. That might not be good either. Something well, that's I... already burned can't be burned much more. That's true. And <laughs> 30 I, feet across. And honestly, only feet across, it's a smaller clearing. Okay. But once like, again, we're only going to be able to separate the two of them so much because we have to get to the portal and he's going to be moving. So I don't I don't know if we need more room than this. Yeah. I think we have a little more time to try one more place. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a gambler. Don't forget me. I don't. You that's right. You look at a third spot. It is almost as if Die Hard Dice loves you so much and sponsors this ch- this channel, uh, <laughs> this show. And, um, and three is a magical number. And three is a magical number. Uh, for they Amber knew it. Sands. Die Hard Dice knew it. Ampersands are on your side today. Um, you find a 60-foot diameter clearing of beautiful forest grass that is peeking up through the through the snow. It is good, strong, clear earth. The sun is still shining brightly. Um, there could not be a more ideal spot. For a- Here we go. This we can destroy it. Perfect. Let's get this set up before the sun goes down. We can do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where are you going to place this mirror and then place this shard within this 60 foot? 60 foot uh, circle. Are you going to put it on one end? Yeah, like one end and then get ivy to the other yeah. end. Okay. 
keep Tarun in the woods, maybe. Yeah. What do you think, Silas, Maeve? I, I, I don't care. At the, I, I, I mean, I, I just, I don't know if it's going. Anything <laughs> we say is going to make a difference, like because we, we don't know what's about to happen. If we're in the center, and we put mm -hmm. the mirror at the end, Tauren will go into the woods, and as soon as Ivy steps out, I yeah. put her to the other end. So we're that only half great. the distance. Exactly okay. what I'm thinking. Okay. Sounds okay. Second. So every second is going to be useful. And if he has to spend a couple of seconds turning around, that's a couple of seconds that we get to keep him off of Ivy. All right. So Robin, you lumber over this heavy bag on your back, uh, but you feel strong. Oh, yes. What is that now? Well, I was just going to say, as we're setting this up, yes. Neb does want to position herself in a specific way. And there are two things I want to do just before we put the shard in. Gotcha. I, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm assuming yeah, other placing, like, replacing the, the mirror here in a moment. I will absolutely yeah. <laughs> give you an opportunity. So, uh, yes, Robin, you take the mirror to the spot at the edge of the tree line that you think is going to be the best for you know your perspectives. Mm -hmm. um, you place the mirror side facing in towards the center of the clearing, and the wood side is probably leaned up against a tree at the other side. Um, you put your backpack back on. I believe Silas, you still have the shards. Anything you want to do before you place it, let me know now. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to um, step out like literally just before I place it. So, Neb, if there's something that you're wanting to do. Yeah. Um, Two yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, One which I can be doing as we're setting this up, you'll see that as Neb literally walks into the clearing and is following mm -hmm. everybody, she'll shimmer and become that kind of swirling blue and purple mm -hmm. form that she's taken on before. Um, and almost instinctually reach back and as if she's pulling a bow off of her back, uh, but it's still just her rock in her hand. And she's going to set up um, in front of the mirror side, but off to the side a little bit. Okay. And is gonna be watching for Silas. As soon as he puts the mirror shard in, she's going to summon a whole bunch of fireflies to Ooh. inhabit the whole area behind the mirror so okay. that when Tarlvern comes out, he's basically coming right out into fireflies. Gotcha, okay. And oh you're God. all gathering in the center of this clearing. So you're about 30 feet from the mirror. Uh, yeah. I'm not because I would okay. like to know where everyone thinks the most advantageous place for me to be hidden is. So when I come out, I can go straight into some stabby stabby. Stabby stabby. Okay. Where would you uh, like to be? Uh, I feel like the the best chance is like right away while we're still near the the woods, because then otherwise it just depends on where the like, fight takes us. Like up in a tree or around a corner of a tree, right near Drop the Maeve. mirror, kind of thing. All right, yeah, so Maeve, okay. you're in the trees, up or on the ground, whatever you prefer. But you're on the trees, you know, within ten feet of that mirror, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. I will make sure that I place we'll have the first thing. Yeah, I'll I make just, sure I place the fireflies in a place and where Maeve could drop down and not land 25. in them. Gotcha. Hold, hold, hold up, Maeve, just before you leave. Like, so basically, as you start to like scurry off, um, Silas is just going to um, say, 
uh, he, he's going to uh, kind of float up just barely. And then you see uh, that he begins to speak. And as he does, uh, this kind of, uh, you know, bluish energy uh, rushes up and almost kind of encapsulates where Silas is, but you can barely still see him kind of shimmering between it. And then uh, he just, you know, raises his voice and says, Megatron must be stopped no matter the cost. And then basically you see that energy just like transform into a semi and it begins to roll forward like through everybody um oh. and, uh, and, and that's going to be beacon of hope which Ooh. means that for uh the next minute everyone gets advantage on wisdom saving throws uh, you get advantage on death saving throws let's hope we don't you, use that and you oh. get uh maximum healing from if you get healed from any source it is maximum Wow. Good to know. Wow. Speaking of hope. Okay. That is Megatron. And then I would like Um, to ready something like since Silas and I, I think are going to be right next to each other in the center of the field. Correct. Mm -hmm. Um, Literally I'm holding this action till the moment he's about to place the shard. Okay. I'm going to touch him and give him haste. Okay, because yeah. are you are you placing Silas? Are you placing the shard with your telekinetically? Telekinetically from <laughs> from, from the center. Okay. Yes. So everyone's in the center of the clearing. Mave, you're hiding in the trees. Uh, just off. Sorry, Mave. May I also sorry. have um, make my duplicates. You can make your duplicates. Hiding, yes, you can hiding prepare your duplicates. Maeve, you've got your duplicates. You're all hiding in the trees, not far from the mirror, but away from the fireflies, as the other four and Pivum gets ready. Uh, Pivum, I think uh, he's going to stay for now. He's going to stay Pivum for now. Um, but you see him kind of, you know, having learned from from Silas and Feruza, he takes kind of a, a stance mm-hmm. uh, as he gets ready and kind of looks up to you, Feruza, and he's like, yeah, oh, we got this. I know we do. Uh, he's ready. Okay. Oh, but I want to say, speaking of Feruza, she yes, distinctly Feruza. has still has her messenger bag on. She doesn't know why she can't take it off. She doesn't know. She still can't figure out, like, what is the word in my head that is making me <laughs> need to have this stupid nutcracker <laughs> on me? She's like, just pats it. And she wants to stand, I guess, as close like to where Ivy would come out and need the most protection. That's what she's thinking. So that's where, okay. wherever she is. Up she is. So you don't want to be in the center. You'd like to be either right, closer to the out. mirror Okay, you're going to be closer mm-hmm. to the mirror. All right, Feruza, you want to be like 10 feet in front of it kind of thing? That's good. Okay, you're right there. Mm-hmm. Silas. All right. I, you see, he opens his bag and he actually puts his bag just down on the ground. You see the shard uh, floats out. He spins it a little bit and he's like, all right, everyone, are you ready? And he starts floating it and he's getting closer. And he's like, let's get ready to rumble. As he, hey. as he like moves it uh, over over into the slot on the mirror. Feruza, you've got the closest view of this. You really see it slots in with a little click and the seams begin to disappear. This is a beautiful midday. The birds were chirping. All sound cuts out. And there is absolutely An arm reaches forward through the mirror, grabs onto the ground and the snow and the grass in front of it and pulls as you see her head 
begin to step through. Another arm reaches out as she drags her body through the front of this mirror. You can begin to see the back of it. Vortex warp. Vortex warp as soon as you see her? Yep. All right. <laughs> and uh, as soon as I see the, uh, yep. there are now blue fireflies everywhere where that <laughs> is happening. The mirror is bouncing off the side of the tree as whatever is trying to burst its way out of the back begins to add pressure there. As you see her, now this is willing, it works. What do I it, do if I'm unwilling? If she's unwilling, then she needs to do a con save. Do you want to lock eyes with her or say anything as you do it? I will absolutely be in the middle of the field looking at her uh, if mm -hmm. I need to be. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I will I will yell out, Ivy, let me help you. Mm -hmm. And I'm willing to persuade if I have to. Um, what is your DC on that? That will Four, save? 14. Okay. She locks eyes with you. She's barely out to her waist as the whole thing jolts forward and she locks eyes with you and you just something about, she rolled a pretty high insight on you. Um, just, she breathes out and disappears. Suddenly reappearing at the far side of the clearing. You see her standing there as you turn to kind of look at her just for a moment, taking your eyes off of the mirror. And as she looks down at her body, you can begin to see icicles drawing over her arms, off through the tips of her fingertips. Even her hair, which was short and in curls, begins to spike down, almost as if icicles hanging from eaves all around her. As she looks down at her body, and then over at you, Robin, and smiles and puts her hand to the sky. You begin to see flickers coming in and out behind her of a darker place behind her as she tries to hold the energy and open this door. The mirror falls down on its front face as you begin to hear kind of this and the bowl bursts from the back, splintering the wood in all directions as it also, one foot, second hoof, pulls itself out, uh, popping the, the corners of this, this confinement. And as it comes out, it almost shakes with power and energy as it begins to turn around in the fireflies. Uh, do I make a deck saving throw? Uh, yep, <laughs> DC 15. I just make it. I'm so sorry. All right. I'm so sorry. It's worth a try. It shakes itself off, shaking off the fireflies at the same time. Turns. Feruza, you are right there. Ooh. <laughs> it likes you. Um, it stalks forward to you one step, Ooh. two step, and looks at you. You don't recognize me, Tauron. Fruz is beginning to get like as he's watching. You, if you guys are looking at her from across wherever you are, she seems to be growing bigger. <laughs> her hair is starting to flicker, and she's just standing her ground, staring at him. And she's sort of stroking her messenger bag, like absentmindedly, not realizing she's doing it. <laughs> Silent, like I don't know, um, you know, if if 
we can just kind of act right now, but Silas yes. is definitely just saying, uh, master, master. And he's like trying to minor illusion something like up there. Like uh -huh. we, we have prepared the way for you. She has fled through the woods and he's pointing, pointing <laughs> that the other way. Direction. Yeah. He, he, he almost like stands on his hind feet as a bull, you know, the hooves kind of in his hips changing their orientation. And you hear a crack as he cracks his back and his neck, feeling the full range. Feruza, he is easily twice your height as he stands up in this way and kind of moves and cracks his muscles. He hears you, Silas, but he takes a deep breath and spots her. And what? Spots Ivy at the far side of the clearing. He drops down the whole ground, shakes as he does. Um, he, and you hear him say, and he begins to charge. Are we doing initiative? Oh. Okay. Yeah. Do I get an OP or no? Um, you, he, yeah, he, he's just starting it. You will absolutely get to do whatever you okay. need to do. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Robin's very excited. Robin, what do you got? I swear, I got a nat 20 for a 25. Oh, nice. For a 25. Robin's nice. ready. Robin is so ready. All right. Uh, who else is ready? I'm I'm pretty ready. I'm a 24. Wow. Nice. 24. All right. 20. 30, 20 wow. for wow. Stylus. Neb and Feruza. Five. Five for Feruza. I'm so pissed. <laughs> okay. This Neb? is the most ready Neb has ever been. 16. 16 yeah. for Neb. Mm -hmm. Boy, well, yeah, y'all are going first here. Um, mm -hmm. All right, Robin, you're up first. It, it, you just see it stamp down and kick its foot, you know, like a like a bull getting ready to charge. Ooh. All right. Um, Robin is going to... Uh, okay, but he hasn't moved forward yet. No, right? he's, but he's preparing to, yeah. Can I, okay, this is kind of a DM source. This, this okay. spell says that you can, okay, no, it doesn't. I think it's fine. Um, Robin would like to, she starts almost muttering to herself and she'd be like and the one time back in the war when i was and she's just like saying these whispers to herself it just tells like this really boring story and <laughs> right in the center of the field yes is this kind of shimmer but it's invisible but i'm creating a 100 oh my god uh 40 foot cube okay so, well I, I probably won't make it that big because it's how big is the field 60 feet, uh, 60 feet. Okay. Yeah. Twenty feet in, mm -hmm. I'm gonna make a, not even twenty feet, ten feet past Feyruza because I don't want gotcha. Feyruza to get into it. That's my yes. goal. Um, is gonna she's casting slow, between you guys and Feyruza. Between, Tauron and Ivy. So in yes. the middle of the field. Yeah. So if he were to charge forward, he'll get into this, and yes. then he'll have to make some saves. Yes. But my attempt is to try to, once he starts running away from Feruza, he'll get caught in this slow. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, okay. Anything else, Robin? And uh, that'll be, yeah, that, that'll be it for now. Okay. 
Yeah. Robin, you begin to, to mutter under your breath, um, and, you know, anyone who's coming towards you and begins to hear these long, drawn-out stories of names of people they've never heard of before <laughs> uh, will potentially be slowed as they they approach. Uh, Maeve, you are up next. So uh, my my Swiss, or my Swiss letter opener extends mm -hmm. uh, that dark galaxy blade uh, reaching out as I swing down from the tree um, to yes. attack. So uh, the first thing I'm going to do is I have my eye on him. Great. Next up, I am going to attack uh, saying, you know, I warned you to stay put. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> um, and I am going to attack there with is a 26 to hit a 26 to hit will hit <laughs> okay so and this is a magical weapon yes it is fantastic okay so this is Eighteen plus. Why am I missing something? No, eighteen plus. Uh, Twenty-five points of damage. But oh, but it's a crit because I had my eye on him. Okay. Uh, so whatever I just said. Did I say twenty-one? Twenty-five. Points? You said twenty-five points. Okay, and then. Uh, the second, the crit is, is uh, nine, ten, uh, sixteen, seventeen, twenty. Wait, sorry, math. No um, fast math, fast math. Twenty-three <laughs> on the second. Ooh. All right, forty-eight points of damage. Nice. <laughs> here uh i will maybe. then oh you finished and once i do that he is now wreathed with thunder potential energy if he chooses to move he will take additional damage all right and i am going to swing back up climbing back up that rope triumphantly <laughs> so even though i know he can buy <laughs> your um your let's see your uh uh range on your is five feet or ten feet? Do you have to get in with a within melee? Uh, yes, I have to get to in do it. Okay, so you melee. drop you drop out of the trees. You run up towards him, just stabbing him through with this long extended letter opener. As you pull it back, it's almost like his blood is fire. You pull it back, and it's it's fire, liquid uh, alchemist's fire dripping off the edge of your blade, which kind of burns bright, hot, molten, as if it's been stuck into a forge. Um, as you then sort of back up and then climb back up into that tree uh, from there, um, you can see as he kind of feels it and looks back towards you as he was about to run forward, you have absolutely gotten his attention. Are you hiding again? Uh, can you hide again? I don't think. Can I hide again? So I used my bonus action already. So I cannot hide again. But you're back in the trees. But I am back up in the trees. Okay, great. 
cool. because I've, I've climbed back up that vine. Yes. Okay. So, so down he's, on end, he cannot take an attack of opportunity on me. He can't take it. Exactly. Yes. I remember that. Um, so yes. So he, he, as you go away, you absolutely grab his attention as he watches you back all up four into of the me. woods. All four <laughs> of you. Yes. Back up into the woods and climb back up into your, your tree. Um, Silas, you see Maeve appear out of the, the trees, stab this thing and back off back into the tree line. And she has absolutely grabbed its attention. All right. Um, Silas is going to, um, he is going to just fly forward with both uh, fists mm -hmm. and he is going to um, mm -hmm. actually um, as a, um, as an attack, he is going to uh, try to basically just continue with, with a melee strike okay. um, straight straight into Tal Run. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, that is going to be, let's see, let's see. there's an 18 to hit. Uh, 18 will miss. Okay. Um, um, I, uh, so I'm not sure when I'm supposed to jump in on this. So <laughs> if it's too late to do the thing, let me know. To, do, to add your help? Yeah, so because it doesn't say when I can do it. Okay, it says... then hey, if it doesn't say, so I, we'll see if it works. Okay. Uh, Neb is watching Silas rocket towards the yes. bowl. It's like Silas does so much to help everybody, just with a couple of words. I, I, he deserves kind of the same the same help. And uh, Silas, you just kind of feel a little a little warmth, a little sparkle. Uh, you can add a d6 to that. Okay, and that is added six. So what was it originally? 18, it was an 18. 24? With a 24, that little, that little like energetic, you maybe just feel Neb's confidence and support. It changes your trajectory just a little bit. You were gonna go kind of aim for what you thought was a vulnerable spot, but he's moving. And, and actually it was an overcorrection. And this puts you right on strike to hit him. Go ahead All right. and your damage. Um, that's going to do uh, 10 points of, uh, let's see, that is uh, force damage. Ooh. And um, and as that happens, though, um, it's going to need to make a, um, let me make sure it's a strength, uh, strength saving throw. Okay. Um, that is going to need to be a 16. He makes uh, it. Okay, um, so nothing else happens there, but then um, Silas just says, I was the diversion anyway, and um, kind of <laughs> y y you hear uh, transforming sound again behind, and uh, that kind of shimmery uh, prime comes in with, with a giant like glowing axe and swings <laughs> at this as uh, my psychic weapon attacks Amazing. now. Go ahead. And uh, ooh, that is a uh, 19 plus eight, so yeah, 27. And that oh, you is guys are powerful. And that is going to be. Oh, I had some tough dudes here. Okay. So let's see. Let me make sure I did the right thing here. Um, that is going to be. Um, oh, it was more damage than I thought. Okay, so uh, that's going to be. Uh, 13 points of additional uh, force damage. Force damage, okay. And I'm going to stay in melee at this point. All right, so so sort of flying within the five feet. Okay, so you sort of hover around him as he, he feels you 
burst into him and his head then swings back around kind of just, you know, you, you move a little bit as it swings past you, as it hears you say, I was just the diversion. Uh, anything else, Silas? That's it for now. All right, uh, Pivim's turn. Uh, Pivim uh, kind of goes, <laughs> <laughs> and in the area that you have created for, for slow, uh, Robin, um, he kind of is listening to you and is like, mm, interesting. Um, he sort of uh, 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 starts to kind of point. And as he's doing that, um, these spiky, thorny vines begin to grow up in the same area as your slow area here, um, kind of making it, uh, you know, extra funky for you there. Um, but it doesn't look any different after they grow. They seem to kind of disappear, but I think you know uh, what he's doing. Um, fantastic. Um, that's, yeah, that's gonna be his his thing. Uh, all right, that's Pivim. Neb, you're up next. Uh, Neb is gonna pull back and launch her rock first as though it's out of a bow, but gets slightly distracted with this new ability that she's able to that worked i didn't know if that would work i wonder if i have to say specific words and and so for her archer attack she rolled a natural one for a oh. rock comes back into her hand focus uh once focus 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 and now she's gonna sling it again and this time okay. it turns into that giant shooting star 19 to hit 19 will hit ah all right uh, he's going to take 18 radiant damage. And as the fireflies go away, because she's going to stop focusing on that for a moment, uh, he is going to begin to glow with like this this blue light, this light blue shimmering. And the next attack roll on Talron has advantage. Okay. Yes. All right. Is that all, Neb? Um... Yeah, she's gonna, she'll move a little bit like to the left just so uh -huh. that we're not totally clumped up, but but that's that's it. Okay. And she's still in her her uh, smoky form. Cool. Um, oh, that's not gonna right there. Okay, uh, fantastic. So yeah, as you are holding your ground there with Pivim and Robin uh, by your side and, and Silas, you've moved into the melee and Feruza, you're still holding your ground, getting bigger and bigger in front of him <laughs> as he tries to split his attention between Maeve, who hit him so badly, Silas, who used all of his psychic power to, to, to you know, inflict this pain, what's coming in from Neb, and then of course his target not so very far away, just on the mm -hmm. other side. We briefly uh, look over at Ivy, who begins to, you know, as you, if you were to, you know, grab her attention and she's sort of flickering, it's getting bigger. Almost like this whole clearing is beginning to flicker as this grows around and around. And sometimes behind her, you see sort of this icy dark world. Sometimes you see vast oceans. Sometimes you see clouds um, just in and out as they come, as, as, as it sort of flickers and it's having trouble holding, but it's growing and strengthening all the while. Um, Feruza, it is your turn. Ooh, okay, so with that happening, Fruza notices and she sort of looks over at the others to make sure like it's still okay or should she be dashing <laughs> at this point. 
um, when she sees that everything is just fine, um, she is, yeah, she's okay. She's just gonna reach, she's reached, reaches for her ax because yep. it's begun to like, she feels the energy at her side. You know, she picks it up and of course, it's it's just, it's massive, but it looks like it's sort of pulsating and the way it pulsates, it looks like there's like two of them. So she takes it, turns it in her hands, instinctively turns it on its side. And if you guys are in San Diego, you know she can do this. She takes it and she cracks it over her knee and she has two accents. Amazing. <laughs> and as she's, she's looking, I guess, at, at Tyron's back at this point, where is he? Kind of. I mean, his, yeah, his middle section, he's, you know, he's, he's sort of spinning around trying to figure out, you know, you're coming from all different angles. Okay, she has two, and it, because she has two attacks, and yeah. she's doing, she throws them both like axes, and as they throw, two appear in her hand. But that doesn't Ooh. matter at this you, moment. You Let's have, you back. are in melee range of him, so oh. you would have, you would have disadvantage on ranged attacks if you would like to, of move. course, use your melee. Well, I could use my melee and hit him anyway while standing there. That's <laughs> okay, all I'm saying. There. It's up to you. She's you about just going to just slam him okay. in the back with both with both axes. So I have an advantage on the first because she's reckless. So it's absolutely. Seen. I don't even need it. Plus, I don't even. Need yeah, the first one's twenty-one. <laughs> you actually don't need to go reckless because that first one you get advantage from yeah. my yes. oh, myself yeah. if you don't want a reckless. And the second one's fifteen. Is it the second one is fifteen? Yeah. Um. The first one will hit, the second one will miss. Okay, because I have advantage on the mm -hmm. first one. I didn't use advantage on the second. Do I, I don't get advantage on the second one, right? Because I used yeah, the reckless. reckless first one. Oh, is that true? Okay. Oh, oh no, for my reckless, for my reckless you still get advantage. Reckless, you, yeah. get, you get it on the second. So if you're reckless, Whoa. you can get advantage and on the I second. And I just one. actually changed Try it in the new material 17. to last the whole round. Okay, so. cool. Yeah. What is, is it? 18. An 18? 18, 18, yeah. Still, uh, still misses so, uh, with an 18. Uh, unless it's an 18 plus something. Is it 18 plus? Did you roll no, an 18? No, it's 18 flat. 18 with the, so you miss with the 18 still. But so the first the one first will one? hit. Okay. Because that you said that was a 21. Is that I, did I hear that right? Yeah, it was 21 yeah. the first Great. one. Good. So it's uh, damage 15 plus six plus 21 <laughs> plus one d6 because of. Elemental cleaver. Woo! Oh, plus six. <laughs> All right, plus six. Who was mathing? <laughs> twenty-seven. I know, right? So one of us is twenty-seven. Twenty-seven total, yeah. Carissa, for that it's one 27 hit. Twenty-seven total, yeah. Good lord! Wow. And All you right. notice, I mean, that those two axes. One is like light. One is totally like electricity. You guys are used to seeing, and the other one is like looks like it's pulsating, like booming, like there's thunder in it. So there's two different elements in each axe. Cool. Thunder and lightning, yeah. Very, very frightening. So the first one, boom, hits its mark perfectly as you pull it out. And again, it's it's all lit up with this fiery, dripping blood from this creature. Um, and then you go to swing the other one, but it it's now knows it's coming as it sends this first hit. And it just kind of moves a little bit and you glance off the side of it with this second swing as it swings around, um, you know, just narrowly missing. Um, anything else you'd like to do, Faruza? That is all I can do right now. 
All right, fantastic. Um, just at the end of this this round before he goes, I just want to celebrate the fact that you all have done 116 points Ooh, of damage yeah. in, <laughs> in one round. Um, <laughs> that's wild. Let's see if I can even it up. She's just bit. buttering us up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Listen, the calm before the storm happens. I'm okay with this. Um, as all of this sort of this this fiery blood is dripping out of the side of him and again it's it's wild as it hits the ground and sizzles it's making steam rise up all the way around and you kind of see him and as he does the big burst fire just erupts around him and i need silas and feruza um both of you no dexterity saving throw. <gasps> I have an advantage. Yeah. Um, this. Yeah. No dexterity saving throw. We don't even get a save. You don't get a save. <laughs> oh. That is 15 fire damage. How much? Oh. Okay. Fire damage each. I also have resistance to fire. Okay. There you go. Um. Uh, actually, go ahead. Fire. What were we gonna um, say, Rob? Robin sees this fire erupt, knowing. Yes like a uh like a fireball mm -hmm. she understands the power yes. of a fireball and she's she's mm -hmm. just no <laughs> and she you almost see a shield of glowing gold energy appear <gasps> around silas and that ward that the protection ward takes the entire damage entire damage it's a, nice. so this fire rockets out farther than you could even run from um it's you know it bursts out um that you couldn't even really dodge it uh and consumes everything in that area for a moment all you see is fire however it just seems to lick around the edges of silas as as robin points and says no feruza it hits onto you but something about you know you know who you are you get singed a little bit but you just sort of shake the rest of it off as the ends of your hair sizzle a little bit as you take that in um after okay uh yeah after that he's gonna kick his uh his feet he's gonna take some damage from you Maeve because he is still gonna charge forward uh, I'm also attacking him you are also attacking him with, with, an with my reaction with an opportunity um, he is yes. on fire now I'm I'm letting you know he is full so, on on fire, uh, burning. If you are anywhere near him, um, okay. go ahead. So thunder will will burst out as he takes fifteen points. Fifteen points of, of thunder damage. damage. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he takes that fifteen points of thunder damage. He's still you know as he as he thunders forward himself. Go ahead, Silas. Make your op attack. Cruiser, you'll be able to as well. If you yes. Want. Okay. That is a 19. That is a 19 to I hit. You will yeah. hit, however. This is a force assisted strike. I'm not actually touching him. You're not actually touching him. Fantastic. Nope. All right, give me your damage. Um, that is, uh, that is seven points of force damage. Seven points of force damage. Okay. And basically, uh, like when Silas is doing this, you see him coming forward like he's punching, but then when he does it, it's like another hand in front of that is actually, you know, making the I contact. Love it. Or so, so he, so he misses, 
but the force of the punch right. extends beyond. Oh, that's that's like stage yeah, I, I, It's it's show. supposed to call into like that whole idea of what he saw in the reflection of it being a little bit a fa- ahead of him or whatever. I so love it. Like, I oh, love it. Nice. I love it. I love it. Absolutely. Um, all right, uh, Feruza, you also get an op attack. Is this this doesn't come with advantage at all, right? It's just is no. what it is. Well, I mean, if they change the rules, yeah, they change. You, you get advantage through the, the beginning round? of your next turn. Yeah. I'm willing to do it. Oh yeah, that's a natural one for the first one, so I don't get to do it. <laughs> oh, no. let's see, eleven, yeah, twelve. Not gonna hit. <laughs> yeah, no. She you goes only to get kick a, in. Wait, wait, wait. For your for your your attacks, you only get a plus one to your attacks. That can't be. Um. Oh no, plus six. <gasps> eleven plus six, seventeen. I was seventeen. You're still runs. gonna miss, but I was like, you can't yeah. possibly have a plus one as a barbarian. Your... <laughs> the heck. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> Plus six. Okay, good. I'm glad we yeah. make sure we remember that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so unfortunately you miss, um, but he, you know, he is thundering forward and he, ooh, oh, what is his passive? Nope, nope, nope. Runs right into Robin's slow area, as well as uh, uh, Pivum's, you know, sprouty little thing. He was hoping to basically, you could see him sneering. He was hoping to basically bowl you all over um, as mm-hmm. he ran through you. However, as he enters this space, Robin first, what happens with slow? All right, the affected tar- target's creature, uh, sorry, speed is halved. They're okay. going to take a negative two penalty to AC and dexterity saving Ooh. throws. Ooh. Cannot use reactions. On its turn, it can either use an action or a bonus action, not both. Wow. Regardless of the ability of magic uh, items, it can't take one, one or more than one melee or ranged attack during this turn. Incredible. Um, cool. <laughs> Roasted. Thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> teamwork. All right, let's see. Okay, it's also in difficult terrain. <laughs> um, it's going to take some piercing damage right off the bat here from his thorns. Not a lot, but it'll take it. Okay, that's going to be. Okay. All right, um, that's where we start with, <laughs> he has run into this spot and it's almost, you know, <laughs> the three of you in the center or two of you in the center, three of you, cause Pivim are there watching this enormous beast as it just charges towards you. And as it kind of leaps as if it's gonna try to bowl through you, it just almost gets stuck like in jello. And then like those bad dreams where you're trying to run as fast as you can, but you just mm-hmm. can't. And it begins to slow him down as he hears Robin just incessantly mumbling. <laughs> and in an article, <laughs> you'll find oh, there's derivative yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> into this space. And Pivim gets a little chuckle as he uses his fingers to kind of manipulate those thorns which wrap themselves around his ankles um, without him even seeing it or knowing it. Whew. Robin, you're up. All right. Um, now the the spell slow says absolutely nothing about items being affected okay. or, or things. So it's a DM description if you want it to be like a, a let it be up to you. I'll even say I mean, it, it says six creatures of your choice, right? So right. it That's has to creature. be a creature. It's on the creature. It's of yeah. your choice. So if you just okay. choose Talron, then yeah. that should okay. be it. 
All right. Um, then Robin is going to, while still speaking these words, staying yes. very concentrated. Yes, very them, concentrated. Um, uh, picks up like a rock or anything that's next to her. Is there something that she can grab? Yeah, there's okay. rocks. She can pick up a rock, uh, biggest one she can find, and hold in one hand, and she's going to catapult it at him. Mm-hmm. So uh, it is a dexterity 14 saving throw, but okay. I think he has uh, some He's... sort of disadvantage or something. It takes a, te- a minus two penalty to dexterity saving throws. Minus two penalty to dexterity yeah. saving throws. Okay, let me take a look here. All right. Come on. Uh, yeah, he, that is a... Hold on. 13. <gasps> it's a 14! Oh, 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 wow! So the rock will explode. Um, uh, and then it's going to take, oh my god, 5d8. Oh my god! Uh, from a rock. stone! Oh my god! <laughs> yes! <laughs> So uh, it's, it's 20 damage. 20, uh, 20 damage. What kind? Bludgeoning. Bludgeoning. And this is magical? Yes. Because it's not really a stone. Yes. <laughs> All right. You pick up a stone and still muttering under your breath, three, four, five, <laughs> this thing hurls and it just, you'd make Feruza so proud. Um, yeah. As it flies, Pippin's looking at it and kind of then looks over at you and is like, ah, interesting. Um, <laughs> as it flies through the air with just lightning quickness and burst into him as it does it's almost like a puddle of this alchemist fire uh you know slick coating on him it just like drops in and all of the fire spills off to the side as it moves through um you know just obliterating half of him um as he just in slow motion kind of <laughs> screams in bull um and i can um, understand that yeah, you can understand that. He goes, um, he goes, oh, you treacherous harpy. Um. <laughs> that, that's Miss Robin's translation. It was worse yes. than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Much worse, but yes. Um, all right, Robin, anything else? Uh, I think, no, I'm just going to hold. Yep, no, I'm good. Okay, Maeve in the trees. Oh, you know what? Oh, go ahead, yes, Robin. I think I'm in the tree line, and I, yes. I'm even going to say this to Pivum. Um, I think it, I think it's time we start moving, and I am going to take my action just to, to, or my movement to start, to start moving along in that direction, along the tree line. Still, I won't go like directly towards her. Well, you guys are in the middle of this. Oh, okay, clearing. then I'm going to start. You're just going to go straight towards her. From yeah, the I middle, think so. Middle of the field towards her. Okay, great. So Robin was thirty feet. Yeah. Okay. So. You're moving in that direction. You get halfway there. Um, oh no! Oh no! Wait, you're in that the middle. Gets me there, yeah. Yeah, it gets you there. So okay. yeah, you run right up, get uh, right up in front of her. Yeah. You can see now that you're getting closer, Robin. You can see her skin is almost fully blue and white, almost mm. as if you're looking through a frozen lake um, onto her skin. Um, and even in there, you know the kind of the, thin bluest of lips uh her eyes have gone a stark blue and she doesn't even look at you as she comes as she keeps her hands up above she's not muttering her lips are not moving but you can hear very slow and deliberate coming through you know whatever opening there is at that moment you do look at her hands and it is almost as if they go totally clear 
um, just long icicle points for the tips of her fingers. She looks quite different. This the, the the sort of icy blue dress that she used to wear and the visions that you saw of her have absolutely just become um, just crystals of snow, uh, you know, that shine like diamonds in, in, in the sunlight as it kind of grazes down her body. You can't see her feet any longer as it kind of almost joins the snow at her feet. So you can't see where her body ends and her dress begins. Um, Robin, is that all? Uh, I just going to stand and turn so that I'm looking at the, at the battlefield. You're focused and, on the and, battlefield. And I'm going to be in front of her. Okay. Maeve, up in the trees. You've seen this so thing charge forward and stop. Yeah. Um, so I am in the tree line. So I am going to... Uh, I will... Uh, no. Um, just no from here because if it's stopped, I can see that the ground is, is treacherous there. Uh -huh. I don't really want to run straight into that. So I will uh, just to force bolts come straight out boom boom um, uh, first we'll miss second is a uh, 22 that'll hit okay um, and that will he's do... also down to an AC right Ro uh, right Robin okay yep, yep. Uh, Get a math. Um, uh, 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 12. 12? Okay. Yes. Um, and then I will, may I use the vines to help stabilize myself and sort of, I'm going to use my bonus action to, uh, actually, I'm going to use my move action to go along the tree line. Okay. Um, actually, I don't, I don't think there's any, I'm, I'm going to use my bonus action to dash along the tree line. Gotcha. Towards the portal. Yeah, absolutely. So you're going to take the, the long way around in terms of going yeah, around the edge. Yeah, I guess I can edge. use my move too. So I yeah, can, yeah, yeah, I'll do absolutely. both. So I'll, it so should get me closer. Is it, is it, are you a third, what's your, your, your normal speed? So my normal speed is 35. 35, so you go, so you go 70. So I can go, yeah. 70 feet. Um, yeah, you start to move your way around the edge. That gets you, you know, that's like 30. Yeah, I mean, that gets you, I'm going to say about 20 feet from Ivy as you kind of skirt around the edge of this thing. Um, you can see Robin standing right in front of her. You know, she just gets there, takes in who Ivy has become and then shifts around to sort of keep her eye on the battlefield as you move, darting quick in and out of the trees, finding your footing, pulling yourself around, um, getting just within 20 feet off of that one side. Anything else? While swinging from branch. Absolutely. Because I think it's cool. It's so cool. It you grab cool. a branch. And Maeve's horns her. sort of glint in the light. Maeve's yes. horns are these crystalline, um, they sort of uh, glitter with with a number of different colors, sort of similar to her sword, but it's not dark. It's a little more gray yeah. with these, these blues and purples that shimmer, sometimes greens. And as she's she's swinging and, and sort of weaving through the trees, they glint yeah. occasionally in the light. Amazing. Uh, you find your footing about 20 feet away. We then move to Silas. I am going to, um, as a bonus action, uh, send Optimus up to 
uh, Talron, and um, and you know, as he's going, you just hear kind of like this faint, like one shall stand, one shall fall, and uh, and it continues to go up uh, toward there, and that's going to be a twenty, dirty twenty, a dirty twenty will hit, yeah, and that is going to do um, uh, twelve points of um, no, I'm sorry, eleven points, eleven of, points. Um, force damage and then silas is going to um silas is going to uh fly up over vines Mm -hmm. and uh is going to move uh his speed 30 feet to get in front of talron at this point like between talron and where and then yeah and uh basically he's gonna just go up and over and then kind of turn a flip and then you know his uh, his cape is kind of flapping in the wind, and then he puts both hands on his temples, and you see his eye lights up, and then he starts whispering, um, and he doesn't know how to speak it, but he can mimic the same language that Tauron is doing just from a uh, he's saying words he doesn't right, understand what's right. happening, but then Tauron needs to make a, mm-hmm. a wisdom saving throw of uh, that'll be uh, sixteen. What did he just call Robin? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, that's what I was saying. I, I can't remember what it was, but he's saying, calling him a harpy. Treacherous harpy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a wisdom saving throw. Yes. Uh, dee, 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 dee. That's him. Be sixteen. Yeah, sixteen. Uh, that's what I rolled. Oh, Did sixteen. I I'm, um, Silas is going to say, no, really, I want you to understand me. And I'm going to use a reaction to uh, cast Silvery Barbs. Okay. So um, again. And make him re-roll it. Nope. That's not going to do it. He's okay. failed. All right. So uh, then what uh, he is going to, on a failed save, I'll roll this damage. Uh, he's going to take, uh, let's see. Although, hold on just a second. No, he's still good. He's still good. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, so that is going to be, uh, sorry, let's see, uh, 15 points of psychic damage. Okay. But then must immediately use his reaction to move as far as his speed allows away from me. Now he can't use reactions mm-hmm. <laughs> because he's in slow. He's slow. Um, but I don't know what that means. <laughs> He can't okay, it, it, mean, it means it's not available. Yeah, yeah, it's not okay, available to got use it. it. It's okay. Right. Okay. Um, so yeah, and he does not respond to that. However, the the sort of hit of that, you know, uh, you know, rocks him. And this is the first time you're really seeing a bit on the ropes here. He, you know, never before in your fights had you ever seen any hint of, you know, doubt or fear in him in this kind of being unable to move and being surrounded by flies um, when what he wants is literally 40 feet in front of him. Uh, You sort of see his eyes with this hit and just uh, betrays, you know him pretty well, especially since you were like potentially his like, you know, yes man. Uh, Yes man, he's, 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 you you catch a little bit of something in his eyes. Um, anything else, Silas? No, that's it. Okay, Pivim is going to let that continue to go. He's concentrating on that as well, but he is also sort of seeing 
uh, uh, Robin's, you know, move, he is going to start to sort of turn and sprint his way. Now he's much slower or, you know, he doesn't have as much of a speed. So he's, he's going to get pretty much within like 10 feet of you, Robin, as he gets closer. Um, at which point he's going to turn into a deer and really be able to sprint as fast as he needs to, to that place. Um, Neb. Real quick. Mm -hmm. How I'm still in the center. How far away is Talon from me or from like the edge of the slow and the all the stuff? How far is tall? How far is Talon from you? Yeah, about ten. If feet. I'm in the center, well, maybe maybe twenty feet. Okay, and how much um, from him forward towards me? How much of the slow slash uh, uh, stuff that Pivim did is there? So here's what I'm thinking. So here's where the mirror was. 10 feet in front of that was Feruza. He moved past Feruza probably about five feet to hit the the slow spike area, which you said could be up to 20, um, 20 feet, Robin? Uh, it's, it's 40 feet. 40, but you didn't want it to hit you. Exactly. So right. I did probably have. So it. I think if if that was that if that was fifteen of the thirty feet, it's probably just about ten feet of slow mm -hmm. within there. So he's probably about fifteen feet from you, stuck in the slow. Okay. I'm going to move mm -hmm. uh, in front of him, between him and but his outside target. of the slow area, but yeah. just like that, inches. Slow shouldn't be working. Like like slow only affects. Oh, that's true. It doesn't do anything. Of a choice. Oh, yeah. that's the, true. And this, yeah. let me check the spike growth. But you know what? However. 15 yeah, spike feet is great. Different, yeah. But yeah. I think yeah. I, I'm gonna stay out both of them. Yeah, spike growth is there. That's 20 feet. Um, so he, you know, that's covering that whole sort of area. So you would have to deal with that if you got Ooh. got within 10 feet of him. Well, I need to be within 15 feet of him. Okay, I'll allow still... 10 feet. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll allow 10. Great. As Neb is moving in that direction, she's gonna sling her rock, uh, okay. throw her bow one more time. That's okay. a dirty 20. That'll hit. Uh, nice. So it's 12 radiant damage. Oh boy. And then when she makes it to that spot, she's gonna lock eyes with this bull and, and say, didn't you hear everybody said no? And a wave of force is gonna come out from her that she's yes. gonna she's gonna scream as loud as she can. So it's gonna be a real powerful scream. I need Talron to make a Constitution saving throw. DC Constitution saving yeah, throw. It's worth a try. Oh my god! I rolled a two and a three on my advantage <gasps> thing. So hold on. I don't think yeah. I'm gonna make it, but let me do my math. I'm sure his his con is chunky. Uh, it's a twelve. He fails. He fails. Okay. All right, he's going to take 19 <laughs> thunder damage. Wow. Okay. But more importantly, because he failed, uh, he's pushed 10 feet wild. away from me. He's pushed uh, out of the slow, unfortunately. Well, actually, I know. No, because no, once I say he's he's affected and he fails, then he it's, he's slow. Oh, great. He gets a save at the end of his turn. At the end of his turn. Oh, he does. Okay. Good to know. Um, okay. But so, yeah, wait, that push in a in the spike growth is an owie. It is absolutely probably that, is that, yeah. is, that is that is scraped against thorns. Okay, That's what I was hoping so for. you you get you get to give some damage. You did the damage. That was the twelve, right? Okay. Uh, yes, I did so the thunder now, damage. You're pushing him ten feet. Yeah, back, and he's going to take 
Oh boy, 44 off of those spiky spikes Whoa. from Pivim, who as he's running, <laughs> you know, is just very excited about how well this is going. Poke, 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 poke. Yeah. <laughs> my god. That is some heavy uh, thorn damage there for a little spell. Okay. The thorns in Lorelia are big. They <laughs> are. Big thorns. Lorelian yeah. thorns. Um, all right. Um, so yeah, as you push him back and it pushes him out of the spike growth uh, area for sure. However, he takes that, that ouchie ouchie on the way out as you push him back. Um, and he is still slowed because it is affecting him and not the area. Thank you. And uh, anything else? That yeah, um, I will move backwards 10 feet. Okay. Uh, so I'm a little bit closer, but I, I need to stay within a specific range. So she's starting to move towards Ivy, but only about 10 feet. All right. Um, as it. you also turn and kind of get a glimpse of Ivy and the more she's using this power and the, the walls are flickering and coming around and around trying to enclose this particular area, you can see it's probably going to be about 15 feet in diameter at this area as it's starting to kind of close in and flicker, showing these images around. It's also above you in the air. It's like a, a huge sphere of, you know, IMAX globe, uh, not, not, not IMAX, like a, like a, you know, what do you call those? Uh, dome theater, yes. observatory mm -hmm. theater things as everything starts to flicker and move in. It's slowly knitting itself together. She's been at this for about, um, Ugh, just like three, four rounds, but she's holding onto it. And every, you know, second more that she does this, more of her body begins to look like, oh, like no. snow and ice and spikiness. Um, but she's oh, still no. focusing on this. This is gonna stay her thing, I think, for now. And um, Neb just has this giant, you can't really tell because of the form she is in, but as she yeah. sees that, she's just got this big, silly grin, like this is the coolest thing ever. Yeah, Peruza, <laughs> your turn. Yes. Okay. So, how far is Tauron from Ivy at this point? Um, I'm I'm gonna Close say thirty. With now pushed fifty feet. Oh, we've pushed fifty feet. He no no he he got pushed back. So oh, he's, he got about, pushed he's fifty back feet 50 from feet. her. So for me, he's about. He's right. He's right there with you. Again. He basically got. <laughs> he basically got pushed back to where you were. Okay, that's where I got confused. Okay, hold on. All right, she's gonna stay because I was gonna do a different thing if he was still too far away. There was something. No, else he's was going he's to do, right but... up. He literally like he got pushed back, and you're pushed like back. Okay, um, can he op attack? Probably not because he's not. Not he doesn't have a reaction, so no, he can't. Okay, um, so for my movement, she's just gonna move around him to the other side, like okay. toward moving toward the portal. So yes, that side of it. You got it. Yeah, so she's just gonna run around toward the portal, turn around with both axes again, and again, chop, chop with both. So let's see, I'll do that then. Make it easy. Oh, 20 on the first 26 to hit. You crit? <laughs> 26, yeah. Yes. Natural 20. And it's you been crit. a while since one of those, yeah. Fantastic, <laughs> give us your second attack and then we'll roll some massive damage. Yay. Second attack, oh my God, two natural 20s! <laughs> Too big. <laughs> oh my god, I just fed the computer over. Oh, one second. Oh, no. 
Oh my god. Fine. Oh my Barbarian crits. Wow. Barbarian. Everything comes down. <laughs> That's never happened in my life before. <laughs> she broke down the whole forest. Of this enormous beast who previous, prior to you, as you were still learning who you were and what you could do, felt like an, an impossible, uh, you know, immortal god. Uh, he tossed Silas around like a rag doll. He, he, you know, has several times <laughs> beat Neb to a bloody pulp. You run in front of him with all of the, the electric power and, and presence and confidence that you have. Tell me how you make these two attacks. What is what are these two these two amazing axe attacks that come? Okay, yeah, you know one is an axe, and the okay. other one just by by like the the sheer like strength of her imagination. One is this axe, but one she's sort of keeping a connection to like who she is back home, and one turns into a giant gavel, yes. and the gavel is like. The gavel has is the one that's sort of thunder. Sort who of you were and who you like will this. become. Yes. yes. And with the, with the first one, no, with, actually with the gavel first, she slams him like, Ooh. and she screams, order! And with the ax, she goes to the side and she's sort of spinning it in her hand like a baton as she's spinning, puts it back behind her back. <laughs> so the first gavel hit Boom, like, right, boom yeah, right through, you know, he's dropped down to all fours again, right across the face and fire just goes flying off the side of it, uh, the side of him. This alchemist liquidy fire, however, does spray back on you. You're gonna take two fire damage, one for you, right? Um, as it just sizzles away on your cheek. The second attack with your great ax. Mm -hmm. What do you do with that? The great axe. You want me to you want me to roll? Me to roll no, it? no. Just tell me. What do you, what, you, you oh, explain like the gavel? One, what do you do with yeah, the great so it's axe? Like, this is like an all right, and this oh. one just like as she's she's sort of spinning it. Oh like right, right, right. Clean slice. Clean, clean slice, slice right, through, right through the neck. Throat. Yeah. Um, through so the like, throat. <laughs> as just bloody fire, you know, drippy fiery ooze begins to spurt from within, uh, and it sprays out towards you again. You're gonna take. Ooh, five fire damage halved for you there as it yep. sprays, as he just seems to melt into a bubbling pool of fire. As it gets lower and lower, however, there's a little rumble on the ground. All the rest of you, as you're sort of getting an eye, Maeve, you're 20 feet, Silas, you're, you know, you're still floating kind of centrally. Um, uh, Feruza, you're standing right in front of him. Pivim and Robin, you guys are right by right by Ivy. She's almost got it closed. It's beginning to knit itself together. You're beginning to see more clearly this snowy land on the other side that she's going to bring you to. Um, he explodes. <gasps> Slippery, oily fire fling out in a 60-foot range. Ooh. Every single one of you needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Mm -hmm. Just gonna double check that slow doesn't affect any of this. Well, this is, he's dying. Okay, This okay, is yeah, not yeah. an action. This is just okay. what happens when I, you die. I look forward to seeing Faruza, the new Lord of Fire. 
<laughs> okay, sorry, what was this, a dexterity? Uh, it'd be a dexterity saving throw. So I'm going to use my inspiration. Great. That's okay. For advantage, you may. I am from also going to use my inspiration. Here. I swear I got a net 20. Ah! My inspiration did not help. What is happening oh, tonight? Oh, no. <laughs> We're going to go around and You're too far from here. me, right, Neb? You're too far from me, I think. Mm -hmm. I'm not next to you, if that's that's what you mean. How far yeah, yeah, how far does she have to be? Oh, and for me, well, I was just saying I have a an, a shield effect now. So I was wondering if she's oh, near right, me, can I right. throw it in front of her somehow? Or I don't know if that works that way with dexterity saving. Um let's 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 get okay. results here and then I'll see if you want to try that, right. we'll see what we find a way to do. Okay, mm -hmm. let's start with Maeve. Uh twenty two. A twenty two. Neb. Sorry, I'm re I'm reading real quick. No, um, okay, silence. Yeah. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Robin. Natural 20. Natural 20, right. Feruza. 18, because I 18. have advantage with danger sense. Okay, so Neb? Uh, there's a moment in where she's trying to like stumble out of the way and she remembers the the uh, inspiring thing that she told Silas and she's like, I can do that for myself too. And mm -hmm. I used everything possible and I got an 18. Woo! Okay. <laughs> I used inspiration. I used an omen. I got a decent roll. So we'll see what happens. Here it goes. It would be 42 points of damage. Oh my gosh. We're what? all gonna take 21. I'm still alive. As Silas takes none. Silas takes none. As this fire bursts out, however, he is finished. <gasps> as Ivy begins to finish and close and she looks at all of you and she says, hurry. And you all begin to run towards her. That is where we will end this oh episode of Empire Day. Thank you all so much for staying a little extra late today. So thank you, Shinkaran. I love you all. Thank you. We will see you next week. And please remember, we are what oh we God. believe we are. Oh, my God. <laughs>Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Children of Erte. To learn more about Demiplane, visit demiplane.com and embark on your own adventure today.